All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. My name is Brandon Kraft, and today is February 13th, 2021. As a reminder, this podcast and the rest of my content is now available exclusively on Sermon Audio and the pristinegrace.org website. All these podcasts can also be downloaded in video or audio form to your device using your cell phone. I know of a few listeners that just download MP3s and then listen to them when they can. You don't have to watch a video, but you can actually just listen, which is, I think is a nice feature that Sermon Audio does provide. Additionally, if you'd like to make sure you never miss an update, please download the Church One app on the Apple or Google App Store. Search for the Pristine Grace uh, broadcaster in the app and you'll be notified every time I upload a new podcast or start to broadcast live over the internet. All right, let's get into it. Today's podcast deals with a question I receive from time to time by people who visit my website at pristinegrace.org. The question is that I receive from them is, do you know of a church near me where I can visit? And uh, many times I'm not able to provide that answer. The problem that we have as Sovereign Grace believers is there aren't a lot of us out there compared to the vast majority who would consider themselves to be a Christian. Therefore, it's probably unlikely that you will find yourself near in an established Sovereign Grace Church. This is just a reality that most of us who believe have learned to deal with now on our journey to the Celestial City. The, uh, the scriptures, they state in Colossians 3, verse 16, that the word of Christ should dwell in us richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And this, in my opinion, is the number one reason why we gather. We, we gather to worship our Lord. We gather to sing his praises, but we also gather to encourage and edify one another, to pray with one another, and to take care of one another as family. If you're a believer and you don't have this, you're missing out. Oh my, to be separated from your spiritual family is almost too much for me to bear, to even contemplate. I've been blessed in that I have a wife and a teenage son who believe like I do, and we have a marriage based on the gospel. But I've also been blessed in that I have access to a place to worship with other believers. And oh, I know so many people now, hundreds of others that believe just like I do. Uh, This is what's so exciting because, like many listeners out there, this wasn't always true for me. When I came to believe the truth, I had to go through a few churches to realize that the gospel simply isn't taught everywhere. Uh, Even when I thought I was going to a gospel church, it was a Calvinistic church, I was so young in the faith, I didn't realize that the people there uh, believed something differently than what I believed. So, So I ended up believing those places. And for many years, I was just out there in the wilderness, so to speak, just wondering what it was I should be doing. Can you relate to that? And if you're listening today, well, what can you do? 
when you're all alone and there is no group of believers near you? Well, there are a few things you can try to do. Uh, uh, there, you can try to go to some of the churches in your area, but but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> look out. Uh, most places, in my opinion, don't understand the gospel of free and sovereign grace, and they'll often resort to preaching works and conditional salvation, which, if you're a believer, you know is a big no-no. <laughs> uh, Their teaching will often focus on what you are doing rather than what Christ has done. These churches, their primary focus is on topics such as tithing or avoiding alcohol or smoking, whatever the, uh, the sin of the day is. Sometimes I... They'll, they'll focus on how to disappoint your children. <laughs> That'll be their primary focus of a worship meeting. So I've actually seen this before. Um, this next one, uh, sex between married people. You'll actually see that in some churches, so-called churches. Crazy, crazy. That's that. that I just I can't can't imagine. All right. And then you've got uh, you'll see a worship service dedicated to. Uh, dating for Christian singles and how to find the right mate. Okay, or you'll see sometimes they'll they'll focus on obeying church leaders and on and on and on the list can go. If you find yourself in a church like that and a church that focuses on what you should be doing rather than what Christ has done, my best advice to you is to simply walk away and leave it. You're better off not going anywhere. And uh, and not committing what I like to call spiritual infidelity. But if you're a true blood-bought child of God who's been re- who's been redeemed and been born again of the Spirit, uh, most likely you already know this. You know, their, their, their teaching's not going to sit right with you. And, and uh, either they will figure this out and throw you out, which happened to me once, or you will simply be led of the Spirit to just leave. Uh, another thing you can do is search for other believers that are like you nearby and start your own church. You don't need much, just a face-to-face meeting in a home somewhere. Before an Angie and I moved to Kentucky, we spent many times just attending church services virtually over the internet and then praying together as a family. It wasn't ideal, but uh, it was it was an alternative. You can also talk on the phone. Or online with other believers. Hey, I'm I'm available for chat if you like. All you have to do is go to my website, pristinegrace.org. There's a little chat button. You click on that and start talking, and that goes right to my cell phone. I'm happy to talk to you. I love to talk to, to people, to, to scattered brethren all over the place. You can also travel. You can travel frequently or even occasionally. Long distances if you can afford it. Uh, we used to do this. We drive... Every Sunday, about an hour and a half each way down to uh, Drew Dietz's church down there in Jackson, Missouri. It's about three hours of driving every Sunday. Not fun to drive all that, uh, but it was worth it. But then every one, about once a month for a few years, uh, Angie and I and Cole, we'd, drive the, we'd make the six-hour drive to Ashland, Kentucky from St. Louis and even rented a hotel room with our dogs. Yeah, it was expensive and but it was so worth it. And, and, and of course, you can always relocate, which is what I ended up doing as well. In any case, be prepared 
to sacrifice. Be prepared to sacrifice money, material gain, and comforts. At the end of the life, at the end of your life, you're going to be happy. Trust me with with your decision to forego some or even all of your money to be around God's people. You should be prepared to move from your home, your friends, and all of your other earthly ties. I understand that many people can't do this, uh, but if you can, then just do it. You're not going to regret it. Another thing is don't be a perfectionist. I know so many people that won't set foot into a church because the place is not perfect. I've been like that in the past. So I know what the mentality is like. Or they don't like the way people dress, for example. Some people can just get hung up on, on stupid stuff. Superficial things like neckties or even the buildings themselves that they're meeting in. <laughs> uh, so don't get hung up on that stuff. Don't get hung up on doctrine. Now, now hear me out. I think doctrine's important. But even the doctrine a church teaches may not line up 100% with you on everything. You must learn to not major on the minors. You must not make mountains out of molehills. You must learn to divide from others only on what affects the gospel. The gospel is primary. Everything else is secondary. You must always remember that. If a doctrine is affecting the primary issue, the gospel, then that's a doctrine that's worth dividing over. Other than that, you can tolerate it. Okay? And if you're looking for that perfect church, I got some news for you. You're never going to find it. Every true church is filled with sinners that have been saved by grace, God's free grace in Christ. And they gather to worship and help one another. If you're not interested in that, well then you're full of yourself. And you need to be knocked down a few pegs. I understand there's some things that may be pet peeves to you, but you're going to need to re-examine your motives. Be prepared to tolerate infirmity in others. And oh boy, I know that's a, a, it's a big word that... It's a big issue that you see bandied about on social media. This idea of being tolerant. It's such a terrible thing. But it's also a good thing. You need to be able to be tolerant of others. Uh, tolerant of infirmities. Not, not false doctrine, but infirmities. And if you can't do this, then church isn't for you. It's not for you. Finally... You need to be willing to put Christ over your own personal ambitions. Do you like your career? Well, what's more important to you? Your career or being around the people of God? I've heard the term YOLO before. I'm sure you guys have heard it. It's pretty popular out there in uh, popular culture. It's, it's short for you, live, you only live once. The idea is, with this term, is you should try and make the most out of your life because you only get one shot at it. Well, if you're in Christ, you're going to live forever. 
and the brethren you share your life with today, they're, they're going to spend eternity with you. Your, your time here is short, so make the most of it. God, God is faithful to guide his children and, and to direct their steps. I can't, I can't tell you what you need to do for your situation. Every situation is completely different, and and God will put on your heart, the Holy Spirit will put on your heart and mind what is right to do when the time comes to decide. But please, be encouraged. Let, let me encourage you here. You won't remain alone forever. God's people, they will be gathered in this world. It's just what God does. He gathers his people. And of course, they're going to be gathered in heaven in the new earth. So, sweet fellowship in some form. <laughs> sweet fellowship in Christ does await you. Think about it. Meditate on it. That's about all. Grace and peace.